So a week or so ago, we talked about how just thinking about coffee can help you focus. Now, the effect only works for people who associate coffee with alertness, ambition, and productivity. And now we get the new study out that says up to 25 cups of coffee a day. Still safe for heart health. Wow. Now, I will say that I... I don't know, you know, tomorrow we'll get a study that says this study was wrong and, uh, you know, negative 25 cups of coffee are still bad for you. The only problem I have with any of this is that I love coffee, but the only thing that I, I could, you know, I'm okay with, I, I stopped drinking coffee after my heart event, but uh, only because, not because I thought the coffee would be bad for me, because nobody told me to stop drinking coffee. What they told me to do is stop smoking. So if I'm drinking 25 cups of coffee a day, I am. That's a good. That's a good pack and a half to two packs a day. That is what's bad for you. National Cheese Day. Yes, happy National Cheese Day. It's not bad enough that coffee and cigarettes are bad for you, but I, I have a feeling that a lot of cheese really isn't good for you either. Don't tell me about, oh, you know, cheese is good for you. And it's, it's, I know that it's addictive and it gets you high. And I love cheese. I know this is going to come as a surprise to you. I know. I know. But I do. I love cheese. But today is National Cheese Day. There's all kinds of places that you can get free stuff on National Cheese Day. So if you're listening to this, once we post it, we post Chewing the Fat, 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. So you still have time if you're listening to it uh, on the day that it's posted, 6-4-19. And for those of you that have subscribed and get the alert, that's, of course, when you're listening to it. If you haven't, why? If you're listening to this, like, I don't know, a couple of months after... Uh, if you were a subscriber, uh, you would have known. Okay. So subscribe. You can get uh, a Jack in the Box has got a deal for uh, a free cheeseburger with DoorDash. Plus, you get the delivery free. Snuffer's got the free cheesy love with free chips. We can go th- as well. If I go down all these lists, El Phoenix, uh, Bertucci's Brick and Oven Pasta, Jimbo's Tacos, Giordani's, Potbelly Sandwich Shop, Arby's, Hungry Howie's, Uno Pizzeria, Highway 55, Carl's Jr., Papa Murphy's, Pinstripes, Chili's, Conrad's Grill, David Buster's, Baskin Robbins, Brugger's Bagels, Einstein Brothers Bagels. I'm hungry. I'm hungry and all of those things mentioned except for maybe baskin robbins would be good with cheese on it i'm not big with cheese on ice cream i know call me crazy but i'll still you know whatever i'll have a big block of cheese and then have an ice cream cone i'm okay with that but to go out and get yourself some cheese on national cheese day now i just i have some news that you know we're we're open here on chewing the fat we're here we're open our lives are an open book and so when we're right, we're right. When we're wrong, we're wrong. And I was wrong. 
And I know, don't look at me like that. Like, uh, uh, you know, it was a big deal, but uh, I was, I happened to be wrong yesterday. Uh, and I just want to apologize and say that, uh, you know, I lost the bet. So sometime later this week, I will spend a day drinking Mountain Dew Liberty Brew instead of my usual Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Ice Cold. Because I told you, uh, we talked about uh, the Jeopardy contestant, uh, James Holzhauer, who, uh, you know, they leaked, the, they leaked the footage of him losing last night. And I thought, we've been had. I thought, why would Jeopardy, why would they allow that to be leaked? Right. I mean, that, and I hope that they're investigating that really. That, that was a mistake for them to leak that. Although maybe it wasn't because still people, everybody watched to see if it was true. And, uh, but I thought it was, uh, I thought that they leaked it and then they could say it wasn't us that leaked it. I mean, obviously it was wrong and he still won, but he did lose. He, uh, he played it dumb. I mean, he gave some excuse of why he ended up losing, but, uh, you know, he bet real small at the end. I guess he figured he was going to lose anyway. His only hope was if, uh, uh, what's her face, uh, Emma Botcher, the librarian that beat him, uh, would get the last, the final Jeopardy question wrong. So whatever she bet would be, would go below his winnings. And so he would still pull it out. But they all got it right. All three got the answer right last night. And uh, so he lost. And so you have the new winner, and he, you know, he amassed like two point four six million dollars on Jeopardy. That's not bad. Came up about fifty eight thousand short of Jennings' winnings, and Jennings did it in seventy four game run. His was thirty two win run. I mean, he won a lot of money. So anyway, he's done. He can have a little party with his daughter. That's all it was about. I, th- I honestly believe he was just tired of it. Uh, that's a that's a long run, man. To keep having to show up to be on Jeopardy like that and run that, and you're recording what maybe three to five shows a day, right? And so, thirty shows is what a couple of weeks, and uh, something like that. I mean, I could be off on the math, but a couple of weeks, and uh, it's a uh, you know it's a long run. So, congratulations, but I just want to say I was wrong, and uh, you don't have to rub it in. I got it. Okay, I was wrong. So. Sometime this week, I'll drink my Mountain Dew Liberty Brew instead of my Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. So, have you seen all the footage of the flooding? It is, uh, I don't know, I want to use the word amazing or unbelievable. It's really disheartening um the weeks of heavy rain wave of tornadoes everybody's i mean flooding has forced tens of thousands of people to flee it's damaged or destroyed homes i mean it's, it's causing problems for crops the farmers can't plant crops it's ruining plot crops um they're expecting more rain now in the midwest uh, coming now um river more rivers are overflowing dams are overflowing uh, you know, it, it's really ugly. And I keep thinking about, uh, you know, my grandparents' home. They lived on uh, they lived uh, on a river in Michigan. And it was like, you know, every it was the 100-year the flood. And every year, the river would flood. And the water would come up to the back of the house. And, you know, there's pictures of it. You know, there's all kinds of pictures of it. Or there, there were. And uh, the one year, the 100-year flood, it flooded up above almost to the second floor of the house and we went in after the flood after the waters had receded and it's just 
heartbreaking the damage that that flooding does. I mean, the entire, you could see the water line, and anything below that water line is ruined. It's ruined. In fact, they had a shelf. They had shelves in the, in the living room, and the top shelf of, these, of this shelving unit that they had in their living room had a uh, banjo, no, a ukulele, and a globe. A ukulele and a black globe that my grandfather had. That Those black globes, by the way, are worth a lot of money. So if you'd like to spend uh, some money on a black globe collector's edition, call me. And uh, you can see the water line was just below that top shelf. So, you know, I got to save some of the things on the first floor. Uh, but, you know, any of the musical instruments except for the ukulele, stuff like that, all of that gone. Just ruined. It was so ugly. And so, you know, Mercury One is uh, doing what they can to help. And if you want to help... Uh, you can go to mercuryone.org and uh, and donate. It's you know any help would be greatly appreciated. You know, speaking of mercuryone.org, have you got your tickets for uh, the museum yet? So buy your twelve score tickets today, today, June fourth, two thousand and nineteen, and you're going to be entered to win a spot on. Glenn Beck's VIP tour of the museum. Now people are, you know, people are, have, it's a $1,500 value. You're going to have Glenn show you around the museum. Uh, always fun. Anyway, these museums are, fa- I love these museums. Okay. So you buy a ticket to 12 score and three years ago, uh, the unfinished promise of unity. And they, uh, it starts, uh, I mean, they're already, working on these studios, getting it ready for the museum. It is, it's going to be really, really cool. But if you buy your tickets today uh, at mercuryone.org or call 972-499-4747, you'll be entered into uh, a drawing to win two tickets to be part of the Glenn VIP tour. Now, I heard Glenn today on his radio show, you know, the Glenn Beck radio program. Everything's got his name on it. Uh, he said that it didn't. He would do. He would do more than two if you bought tickets for the family, and you brought your whole family. You were bringing your whole family. He would just bring you into the VIP tour. So not only two tickets. So if you buy tickets for you and the family, uh, you'll be entered into the drawing. And if you win, he'll do the whole family into the personal tour of the museum. So you tune into Glenn's radio show tomorrow morning, and he's going to select a winner. Uh, for the VIP tour tickets, uh, up, you know, random value to 1500 bucks. So if you don't win, you're still going to have yourself an amazing experience right at the, at the museum for 12 score and three years ago. Uh, but it is a pretty good shot, especially if you purchase now. So if you're listening to chewing the fat now, it's later in the day and you're going to be like on the top of the pile, the top of the top of the, uh, what did, uh, oh, I used to work there used to be a, a fishing show. I, I worked on a hundred years ago, uh, Captain Mel Berman, and he would put people's name in the hopper. So your name, if your name goes in the hopper, uh, you're going to be on the top, on the top of the hopper. It's going to spin around, but it's still going to be on the top. So when it stops and he reaches into the hopper, your name's still going to be there. So get your tickets today to the Mercury One uh, Museum, June 28th through July 7th here in Irving, Texas. So uh, if you, even if you don't win uh, the Glenn Beck VIP. Uh, let me, here's what you do. Right, you come and, you, and you, you show up and you just kind of hang around. And you go, oh, is Glenn starting his tour? And he starts his VIP tour and you just kind of hang around. 
Just kind of wander around. Just kind of wander around. Plus, I heard they're going to be doing some really other, some really cool stuff with uh, with an app. I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about it. So, but I believe that they have like a uh, they've uh, 3D imaged a lot of stuff, and uh, you're going to be able to walk through the museum and have an app that will let you look at uh, the merchandise through your through your app. I I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this, so I'm just I'll just shut up now. So have a chance to win the tour with Glenn Beck, uh, 12 score. And uh, win uh, the VIP tour with Glenn. If not, just buy tickets and come to the museum. Jeez. Shut up. All right, so if you're going to steal something, don't you at least want to say, hey, no, I forgot to pay it wasn't me. What am I doing? Uh, geez, sorry. Can I take it back in and pay? So a woman was arrested in, in, in a Walmart in Pennsylvania, Uniontown, for allegedly, not allegedly, I mean, she did steal it. Right? I mean, she walked out of the store with a shopping cart full of goods at Walmart worth about 300 bucks. Now, according to state police, she pushed a cart full of these unpaid items into the parking lot at the Uniontown Walmart. And they were 40 items ranging from roses to cosmetics to clothes. Uh, it totals $276. Now, after being confronted by the Walmart loss prevention, so Walmart, hey, you want to hold up, lady? Hold up, you didn't pay for that. Stop right there. Uh, the suspect just surrendered. Oh, yeah, here you go. They, You know what? I didn't pay. And they, I'll just stay here until the state police arrive. What? You gotta, you gotta be a better criminal than that. You have to be if you're gonna, if you're gonna steal something like that. You gotta at least when they when they walk up to you, excuse me. We saw you not pay for that stuff. Stay right there. Now the the Walmart loss prevention officer is not doing that. <laughs> no, the, that's not happening. The state police probably aren't shooting shoplifters. They've got enough problems these days without shooting actual shoplifters. But at least a lady could say, oh, "What?" I, I forgot to pay. Oh my gosh. I got so busy. I was on the phone. I didn't, uh, I just, uh, I walked out of the store. I wasn't even thinking, right. Let me go back in and pay for it. Or you go, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I, I meant I still have some shopping to do. In fact, I just had to come out to my car to get something and I'm going to go back in and finish my shopping. Now. I just didn't want anybody to, you know, move my cart. I'll be right back in. Just, I wasn't stealing it. I was just coming out to my car and then I'm going to get back into the store and finish shopping. Some, something you just turn it over yeah yeah all right you caught me i just figured i could walk out the store and, you know not pay for anything and not get caught i mean you give her a trespass warrant and move on good news though the mall of america attacker uh the guy that uh, just decided to pick a kid because uh, he couldn't get a date and throw him over the railing 19 years in jail for tossing that boy over the railing. I don't even know if that's long enough, but I'll, we'll settle for 19 years in jail. Uh, good. Quest Diagnostics. How many of you been to Quest? Raise your hand. You've been to Quest for x-rays, for MRIs, any of the... No? Well, I have. And uh, you know, I've had MRIs on every bo- bones, joints in my body for the last 100 years. 
Uh, in fact, I'm one of the 12 million patients uh, at Quest Diagnostics, and I'll bet you I'm one of the 12 million patients that may have had their personal information exposed. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Quest Diagnostics, for keeping me safe and keeping my information safe. Now, listen, the clinical laboratory released their 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 press release saying uh, it was an unauthorized user. Really? Uh, gained access to uh, the system and uh it was a billing vendor hired by quest now the information that may have been exposed uh, only included social security numbers and medical information but not test results heaven forbid word we didn't get any test results out i mean i think it's time that we realize that all of our information is compromised no matter what it is if you have purchased anything online in the last five years, your information's out there. They have, they know who you are. They know what you are. They know numbers. They know passwords. They might not know the passwords. If they wanted them, they could get them. You know what I mean? If they wanted to get, if, if they if, if they went to to do Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher, and they decided that uh, you know what, I'm going to get inside of that, and they they wanted to, I, th- I believe that they could, no problem. Uh, no, I, I, I honestly, I believe that you might as well just figure that You're just done. Right. Uh, and no, this is not a commercial. I'm not going into some kind of commercial. <laughs> I know you were thinking of that, weren't you? Yeah. I thought I was going to start going into that. You know, what could save you from that? No, I'm not doing that. You're not going to speak about LifeLock or anything? No. no, I could be. I could. I could easily do it. But no, I'm not because they're not a sponsor of this program. But just for pennies a day, you can make no, sure. No, they're you- not a sponsor. We're not doing the commercial. We're not doing it. We're not but doing pennies it. a day. Dozens of naked people protest outside Facebook's office. Yay! Hey, I am for any protest where humans are getting naked. If you're getting naked, it's a protest that means something to you. Right? Right? So, Spencer Tunick, uh, you know him. He's the photographer and artist of the National Coalition Against Censorship. He has naked people lining up in front of all kinds of places around the world. He uh, started this, uh, created We the Nipple, a nude installation outside the office of Facebook. Now, these people are all naked outside of Facebook, and they've got these they've got these things that are like the size of, I don't know, big Frisbees, but they look like a male nipple. And they've got, you know, they're covering up their genitalia with the male nipple and they've got, they're all holding one or two of the, of the, of the giant Frisbee nipples. Uh, I, I mean, if you are mad at Facebook because of these protesters, I don't know who, I don't know how to make you get mad. I don't know how to do it. If you're going to protest something and you're naked and walking around with a giant Frisbee nipple, you mean business. Let's go to the break room. I do need another drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Oh, so good. I know it's going to have to be Mountain Dew sometime this week. I got it. Losing my bet. Congratulations to Jay-Z. Jay-Z is now... 
officially a billionaire. Yay! So Forbes reported that Jay-Z reached the Three Comma Club. The magazine said that makes him the first hip-hop billionaire beating Dr. J. Or Dr. Dre. Dr. J is never a billionaire. He's a basketball player. Dr. Dre. I'm surprised because Dre is probably pretty close to that. Uh, Jay-Z, Sean Carter, 22 Grammys, 14 number one albums to his name. That's only valued at $75 million. But uh, he has a stake in a champagne company. That tops about $310 million. He has investments... Uh, he includes seventy million in a slice of Uber that he bought for two million in two thousand thirteen, and he has uh, he has money in a cognac company and a streaming service, which is worth about a hundred million each, and that puts him over the billion. I mean, congratulations, good for him. Uh, I mean, I would love to be uh, a billionaire uh, myself, just as a passing note, to be worth. My time to be a billionaire. Kevin Spacey, back in court. Uh, remember what happened in uh, up in uh, the club car, the bar, where the accuser, uh, according to him, was, was groping the busboy uh, up in uh, Nantucket? Uh, I got to tell you, it sounds like he's innocent. Uh, I'm just looking at there. He's, he's in court. He didn't say anything to anybody. Here's Kevin Spacey following the rule of thumb from chewing the fat. Just because people put a microphone and a camera in front of your face doesn't mean you have to say anything. It just doesn't. And he didn't. Bless his heart. So I know he's accused of groping this 18-year-old uh, from 2016. This is all his mom's doing. I mean, this kid. The whole thing, but they don't have, uh, the information that happened. They wanted, uh, his defense wanted to uh, get the accuser's mom, uh, phone information and, uh, the boy's phone information. And all they gave was screenshots of texts that supported the accusations. And that was the foundation on which the charges were filed. Uh, yeah, but, uh, what about the other stuff behind it? Uh, that's all, uh, that's all gone. Uh, some of that we don't have any of that yeah you know the prosecutor would like to see that but sorry and we just can't get that. i mean it's going to be fat this is going to go on and on now they want to get this thing over with and the judge even said no i mean we're this thing's probably going to go on and on for a while and the next hearing is until july 8th so this is going to be going on for quite a while uh we have a richard simmons i you know i love richard simmons i'm a fan uh, apparently, uh, you know, people have been concerned about him and he was sick a couple years ago and he posted, he's been, a, he's been seriously, uh, in hiding. Uh, you know, he's a recluse now. I mean, he's 70. He doesn't want to see anybody. Everybody thought he was dead or in hiding. Uh, maybe somebody was bullying him at his house or whatever. And he said, no, no, no I'm fine. But Billy Blanks, the, uh, you know, the Tybo master, he said, I wouldn't be surprised to see him returning to public eye soon. I don't know. Uh, how the Tybo creator uh, believed that uh, Richard would be back, but he said that he believes Simmons dropped off public radar because uh, you know he wanted to take care of himself, and now he's going to be uh, he's going to be back uh, in the public eye very soon. I want to say this: if Richard Simmons wants to come back into the public eye 
and he needs somebody to give him a little bit of interview love, not just interview, hey, what's wrong with you, but interview love, I'm here. Jeff Fisher and Chewing the Fat. Let Richard Simmons know I'm here for him. I, he, it can, I will do an entire week of shows with Richard Simmons. Uh, no problem. I am happy to do an entire week of shows with Richard Simmons. Chewing the fat. And that put, ties into his health nut, chewing the fat. I mean, I'm here for him, 100%. So, you know, we're so worried in today's world, as long as we're in the break room. I'm going to get another drink, too. I'm thirsty. As long as we're here in the break room, we've talked a lot about robots and, you know, what robots can do for you in today's world and what we're supposed to be scared of and what's blah, 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 blah. Well, this idea, this million dollar idea is tremendous. And I wish I would have thought of it. Now, right now, it's just for iPhones. So it hasn't, it hasn't made it out of iPhones. But it's a phone case that the back of the phone case on the back of your phone is a hand. It's a, like Nami's hand. And so you can carry your phone holding this replica of a real hand. It just looks, I love this idea. Now, I know a lot of you are going to think, ooh, you're holding somebody's hand? Yes. It's a really cool phone case. You just set it down and the hand is there on the back of the, on the, back of the phone. Oh, that is, you know, because everybody's got their little holders on the back now that says the rings and the little pop-up thing that you can hold on to so you're texting and spinning it around. And you can do the same, only with Nami's hands. So are, are you are you going to not put it in your pocket anymore? What do you mean? Well, it's next to your, you know what, is that why you like the phone hand case so much? So does it work that way? I mean, it can. I mean, you... you you put an extreme vibration on your phone. You just keep calling it. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? I think I need to order one. We call it the phone jack. Speaking of phone jacks, Tinder said it has agreed to comply with an order from Russia, placing it on a list of companies expected to help its security. Right. So Tinder is saying, hey, yeah, that's fine. You can put us on this list. We are complying with the Russian government, but we're not handing over any of our user data today. I mean, th- th- we're not handing over. Okay, really, we're not handing over any user data. You honestly believe that the user data isn't going to be mandatory to the Russian government? Stop it. Okay. All right. One more speaking of phone jack stories. All right. This story makes the rounds ever so often, and I might as well do it as long as I'm tying into the the phone jacks. Um, Uranus once took a hard pounding. We'll just leave it at that. You know, we talk a lot about uh, finding things that would make us rich. We talk a lot about, you know, we you know joke around about keeping uh, keeping drugs that were washed up on the beach, or we find a suitcase along the side of the road worth millions. We talk about people who have, you know, found a painting that's been in their garage for a hundred years and it's worth, you know, millions of dollars. We have a family that found we have a family that found a chess piece. Uh, that grandpa had in a drawer 
that's worth millions now. Uh, it's, it's simply amazing. A medieval chess piece, one of five that have been missing for two centuries, was in a drawer in Edinburgh. Eh, you know, hey, grandpa had it. He purchased it off somebody, thought it was kind of cool, eh, threw it in a drawer. The kids looked at it. Every so often, they'd open the drawer and go, oh, isn't that cool? It's a chess piece. We don't know what it is. It's going to be at least a million bucks, probably $1.3 or more million dollars. Amazing. It's part of a famous group of four medieval chess sets discovered in 1831. Uh, uh, Chess piece is really cool, too. And most of them are uh, crafted from walrus ivory. Uh, sometime between the 12th and 13th century. Uh, I love this piece, this chess piece, and would love to have it. And we talk about, you know, look, the Mega Millions tonight, right? The lottery is uh, $475 million. So, you know, there's a, another way for you to, you know, break through and have that big lump of life-changing money. And for many of us, that's what it's going to take. Uh, I saw this that is just... I don't know if it's, well, nearly a quarter of Americans say they've saved nothing for retirement. According to a new Federal Reserve report, 17% of Americans ages 45 to 59 have nothing squirreled away, while 13% of those 60 and older admit the same thing. Wow. I mean, and I look, I understand it. I, I know how it's possible. You... Your divorces, your job changes, your retirement funds, you throw them in a pile and just it, things go, things happen. So, you know, you're looking for that mega million winner winning ticket. You're hoping to find the chess piece in the drawer from grandpa. So, you know, it's never too soon. No, it's that's a wrong. It's never too late to at least try to save something, right? Welcome to Save Money Talk on Chewing the Fat. So there's so many times when I think to, we've talked we've talked about it on this show we talk about how do people think these racist thoughts anymore I, I don't get it you know we we hear stories all the time about people calling other people the n word and all you know just these racist thoughts and I think for real how they can't that in today's world I don't know how it's done I, I don't know how people do it so there's a story coming out of Austin Texas and I'm familiar with Austin but my oldest son lives in Austin. And uh, this story is from a uh, Holiday Inn Express in Austin, Texas. Uh, Craig Brooks is his name. He's a 26-year-old guest service employee at the Holiday Inn Express. And, you know, Holiday Inn Expresses are nice. They're fine. And plus, you know, free breakfast. Just saying. Anyway, the uh, so he takes an unnamed woman's credit card information to book a room. And she said she'd be there within 10 minutes. And he responded he would see her then, but didn't hang up the phone right away. So after taking her credit card information, he doesn't hang up the phone. And the woman on the other end says, that effing N-word is still on the line. Now, that's amazing that you would even, you know, you'd, you'd, You'd say it anyway, but you know you're you're still on the phone. You know, I, you shouldn't be saying it at all, let alone your I, just horrible. So when the woman shows up at the hotel, he says, uh, 
yeah, no, uh, I'm, uh, you're not getting a room here tonight. And, uh, there's a best Western down the road. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, you're not getting a room here. And she goes crazy. I need to stay here. My mother died. Um, I understand. He was nice through the whole thing. He, he, he recorded himself talking to this lady. Uh, I understand that, but you called me an effing N-word. And uh, you weren't sorry. And she says, ah, oh, she said she was sorry. Well, you weren't sorry uh, when you said it to me on the phone. So uh, I, he already talked to the management, told the management what happened. Management said, no problem. She can hit the bricks. Uh, you know, because, of course, what, what, what is management going to say? So? No way. I mean, we have, they have zero tolerance toward that stuff. There's no place that doesn't have zero tolerance to that kind of stuff anymore. If there is, I'd like to know where. There's no place that actually will come out and say, well, no, nah, we don't have any. We, we, got, we got a little tolerance for that. I don't, no problem. No, it doesn't happen. So uh, she is all wound up, and now, uh, and now Best Western is, is involved, and she needed a room. I mean, good for this guy for doing what he did. And he stayed calm and nice and wasn't hateful. That person was the hateful one. Yeah, best Westerns down the road, but you're not getting a room here tonight. Sorry. And uh, he even said, this is the first time I could remember I've ever been called a racial slur. I'm in Austin. Austin is very liberal. Boy, that's a fact. And you don't have to deal with stuff like that. It amazes me that people still think like that in 2019, and it should. It should, because uh, it definitely shouldn't be. Uh, it's amazing that this happened, and it was handled beautifully. So let's say you're, you know, swimming in the Atlantic Ocean, you know, off the coast of North Carolina, out there at, uh, you know, Fort Megan State Park in North Carolina, and you and your dad are swimming, and uh, all of a sudden, a uh, shark starts to biting you. Uh, uh, that's, you're freaking out. And then dad is freaking out. This 17-year-old daughter and her father are swimming. And a shark attacks the 17-year-old Paige, the, the guy's daughter. Ouch. Uh, way ouch. Way ouch. The dad freaks out, a former military veteran, so he's got at least a little bit of thought of, hey, you know, so I got to do something. He's not completely freaked out. He punches the shark. He punches the shark five times to finally let him undo, you know, let his daughter go. I mean, he saved his daughter's life. Uh, by punching the shark. According to the Atlantic Beach Fire Department, she had deep lacerations to her leg, pelvic, and hand areas. In a Facebook post, it said she lost one of her legs and some of her, or one leg and some of her fingers. Amazing. I mean, he saved her life by punching the shark. Now, you know, the story goes that she is still, you know, she has posted, hey, sharks are still good people. Don't be mad at the shark. I was swimming in their territory, that kind of stuff. Uh, how about uh, 
no. Uh, no. And how about we find that shark and, uh, yeah. Uh, I get, uh, I get dad saving his daughter, which was tremendous. And I would hope that I would have the guts to, you know, swim up and punch that shark. You know, if obviously you do whatever you can to save your kid, no matter what. But then to be okay with sharks after that, hey, what do you, how do you feel about sharks now? I know, but don't you think sharks deserve to be, you know, yeah, no. No, I was swimming. Uh, we're humans, and uh, they should be left uh, away out there. I don't you know. We were. I was swimming. Sharks are good people too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, you answered that question wrong. Sharks are not good people. I mean, thank the Lord she's still alive and still in good spirits and able to, uh, you know, to joke around a little bit about it. But uh, boy, do I disagree with sharks are good people. And I think we ended it yesterday with this, so we might as well end it today. Yeah, I'm not doing sharks and good people. Not happening. Exactly.